please be advised. Spoiler alert episode. Spoiler. Please be advised. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Venom. Spoiler app. It is spoiler app number 86. We have done 86 spoiler apps and 437 regular episodes. Chris. Technically 85. We will be doing our 86 in a minute. Well, let's not be assholes. Yeah, yeah. Can I just, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like we've done, that means we've done 523 episodes if I'm that's minimum that's not including live show special uh, episodes so it's probably more than that too yeah mm-hmm. we've done over 500 episodes so um enjoy this one it's really nice guys mm-hmm. we enjoy doing it we enjoy watching movies and talking about them and um but not so much when watching venom <laughs> no venom is the kind of thing that makes yeah. you angry yep yep um, and uh you know, we said before, let's uh, let's get into it. Uh, the main problem with this film was uh, that it was five movies all smashed together, mm-hmm. and it was a, an absolute mess. Um, like, they're setting up Michelle Williams as this high-powered attorney. Right. She's respected. And uh, then Tom Hardy, um, who apparently loves this woman, hacks into her computer yeah. and uh, finds priv- confidential information and uses that to... Um, sandbag his um interview and do the exact opposite of what his boss told him to do because he's a uh, a uh, a he's a moral investigative reporter but no you just but has no, it, it has no yeah, morals yeah yeah but then you, you and just then isn't that great? yeah yeah and then uh oh but wait you had to leave new york because you were uh you know, you were, <laughs> you were, uh, there was some kind of scandal that was alluded to that you never, uh, we never got to talk about. Uh, so it was all these things like, well, he's a great investigative reporter, but wait, he's kind of an asshole and he's also bad at his job. So, and he's got a weird walk and talk and a weird accent. Yeah, I don't yeah. know why I'm running yeah. around like I'm a New Yorker from a movie from the 50s. It like was almost a Krupke. Uh, yeah, it was almost like like he belonged in a Bugs Bunny cartoon. <laughs> it was uh, this weird character. It's like dog pile on the rabbit. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I you know God, I wanted this movie to be good. Yeah, and, yeah, and the thing that frustrated me the most about it was that very reason cuz you saw there was like hints of what this movie could have been. Well, look, look, whatever that we first saw the first trailer. I mean, you, you, Tom, Tom Hardy, playing Venom, in a dark like Marvel horror movie. Oh, right. that yeah. yes, yes, that's all you had to sure. tell me. That's mm-hmm. all you had to tell me. The very first trailer, mm-hmm. I went, holy shit! Right, this is going to be great. And I was skeptical from the beginning, you but yes, we're right. On that. <laughs> you, uh, Tom Hardy, is my Maze Runner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just fucking goddamn yeah. it. <laughs> um, yeah, I, it was it was weird where like uh, it, it didn't know what it wanted to be, but it was also like I, it felt like they just switched halfway through shooting the movie. Well, we're making a different movie now. Really? Oh, Are you sure? Okay, okay. Great. All right. If that's if that's the note, that's what we'll do. Because you know, so Michelle Williams, and then there's that weird, dumb. Love triangle rom com thing with the doctor. Yeah, that was weird too. The guy from and Veep, who's he's funny on Veep, but yeah. I think he was miscast because he's 
and maybe it's because I like Veep too much, but <laughs> I couldn't take anything the guy said seriously. And then there was also like, um, you know, the scientist that ran away from the lab, like, and like, well, is she going to get together with Tom Hardy? Is that is that where this is going? Like, it was all these weird, like, kind of, they were trying to force connections that never worked. Mm-hmm. But then just Michelle Williams' character, like, they, they blatantly just overly sexualized her. I'm like, oh, well, that's it. You know, like, high power turning. No, no, she's in a Catholic schoolgirl outfit running around, and then she's uh, a sexy symbiote. At the, uh, at, towards the end, you know, she will make her uh, a sexy and then just kiss Tom Hardy. And the guy that played Riot, right? Mm-hmm. The lead, I don't know. The, the, the lead, uh, the, the Elon Musk guy. The Elon Musk guy. <laughs> Again, they tried to introduce some interesting, and we, we talk about this a lot. An interesting villain is somebody that brings up something where you go, either, either they're just, Bad shit nuts, and you're like, right. they're just fucking evil. Right. Or you go, God, I understand. Mm-hmm. Like they they were traumatized or something, and right. and they they had some shitty things happen to them, and they did that thing. They they went, you know, you either go Batman or you go Joker. Right. You know, <laughs> and they and and when they bring up like, or this has been sort of a common thing lately is the the bad guy in movies, the villain is you guys are ruining the planet, so we're getting you out of here. Right. You're bad for the planet Earth, right? And they toyed with some of these little things. They sprinkled some of these things in there. But then, again, on, on yet another thing that they just kind of, wait, what, what? What's yeah, going yeah, on? Yeah, like, oh, that's your solution? Have the symbiotes bond with everybody? Then we'll bring everybody into space? That's that, what? what? That doesn't, even as a supervillain, uh, that makes no sense. And uh, from a... Uh, I don't know, from a CEO perspective, that also doesn't make sense. Yeah, and I, you're not a supervillain then. You're right. just sort of a middle man, mid-manager villain. Yeah, you're not, yeah. You're not. Who hasn't really thought out the budget. You're playing double-A <laughs> villain ball. Yeah, yeah, you know what I yeah. mean? You didn't make it to the show. You don't yeah. have a great enough plan. You you know, like, like... Maybe there should have been a scene where, well, maybe it would be cheaper just to build a, volcan- a volcano layer. And then uh, <laughs> just yeah, have a headquarters there. Like... Um, uh, it, I, yeah, it was everything was just everything felt half baked, like like mm-hmm. half thought out, just slapped together just to get it done, and it just didn't know where it was going or or what it needed to be or what it needed to do, and you know Michelle Williams is a great example of that she's an afterthought. If you're gonna treat you know Michelle Williams that way, just don't have a female part in the movie. Exactly, I know. Yeah. It's just, it just felt like make him a loner then at that point. Female characters from like 20, 30 years ago. That's just like, come on. You're you're window dressing. You're totally window dressing. Yeah. Like, give her something to do. Right. I mean, you know, and I said this at the even break. as a symbiote. All she did was like kill a couple guys and then kiss him. That I was know. It. That's, I know. That's like, would that be an interesting symbiote? Yeah. Like yeah. something. <laughs> so, like, I feel like this, and I don't know if it was just too many. St- screenwriters they kept making changes or it was just a dumb script from day one i don't know what happened and also it didn't even follow its own rules like the rule was set up as like well we're having trouble with these symbiotes they can't bond you know the animals aren't working then they're the the human trials get me another one they can't bond with the right people then they make it a point to say well it's got to be the right person for it to bond with i'm like okay Oh, well, no, wait. Now it's all these extra people that it's bonding with. So uh, it seems like it's not a problem now. They can bond with whoever they want. And then that goddamn scene where the symbiote finally gets out of him and then they they lock it in the room. Mm. And then they're having some... And then Tom Hardy splits. You know, I'm out of here. 
Yeah. Okay. Then they have a dumb conversation with thinking like, well, maybe we should do something. They're having a dumb like relationship conversation. Mm -hmm. And then doink, where'd the symbiote go? Yeah. Oh, no. They have a big, big air duct (laughs) above this fucking research Mm -hmm. facility, just like a, like a, like a fucking warehouse. Right. God, it was stupid. Mm -hmm. I was just like, and that. It's not going to get out there. It's it's liquid. (laughs) Why would we. It's an ooze. When we first built this thing, let's definitely put a big air vent. Right. <laughs> big enough for a symbiote. For a symbiote. Big enough for a symbiote to get mm-hmm. in. Or a cat. I right. mean, it was yeah. fucking huge. <laughs> like, I mean, a small dog could have crawled through that thing. Yeah. I, it was it was fascinatingly awful. And then, like, when Venom started to talk to Tom Hardy, and then they started making jokes literally, like, right away. I'm like, oh, well, now it's an Abbott and Costello movie. Uh, so it was like there was no... This set up to it. There was no build up to it. I'm like, okay, well, if that's the movie you want to make, you should have made that 40 minutes ago. Well, the, yeah, yeah. It, that and that so totally stood out like a sore thumb. Like Death Note did a better job of the of comedy. Keeping the right tone. Of keeping yeah. the right tone. And Death Note mm. missed the mark. Right. You know, mm-hmm. and, and that was the thing. But it didn't have a tone problem. It didn't have a tone problem. Mm-mm. And this was, and there were some jokes, some symbiote jokes where. You know, he was supposed to take that elevator or something like that. And there was right. some joke there. Yeah, and pussy. Pussy. Like, yeah. okay. Mm-hmm. A couple of those would have been funny, but like you said, not the wacky buddy cop movie shit that they right. had in there. Mm-hmm. God, that was dumb. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, I, I thought about it. I'm thinking, well, what this, what would this, should this movie have been? What should it have looked like? What should it have uh, tonally? What should it have been? And I, I, I thought of it. This movie should have been Marvel's Dark Man. Um. Sam Raimi's movie about uh-huh. like kind of an anti superhero that was you know with Liam Neeson and uh, for those of you who haven't seen it check it out it's really it's a cult fun yeah I would ignore the sequels but uh, um, it had that feel of like that kind of dark gritty you know but even like uh, like superhero adjacent type vibe right like and that was uh, uh, that was this movie should have been it could have been or Spawn or something some. The, the, like we talked about with Frank Woodward in the regular episode, it should have been a horror movie. Right. It should have been a Marvel horror movie. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think Tom Hardy, obviously, I think he's a very good actor, and I think he was doing the best that he could with this script, but this just, what? what? I mean, there's so much to draw, and you could make it more like an Aliens movie. Mm-hmm. You could more like, you know, more like any, you know, anything. It just didn't know what it wanted to do with it. And Frank was right. I didn't even think of this, too. It's like... The whole look of Venom is based on Spider-Man. <laughs> like, like I get that they took the spider off his chest, but even like just the face and the eyes, and it's like, well, no, this is this is Spider-Man. And uh, like I said, I wanted to talk about this is um, the stuff at the end, like the the tag at the middle was Woody Harrelson's. Like, there's going to be carnage. Oh yeah, because that's the name of another symbiote. I got it. You know, yeah. You're setting up another movie in the Venom Venom universe. But then they are so desperate to tie it to Spider-Man. At the end of the movie, after all the credits are done, it said, meanwhile, in another universe, they just did an ad for uh, Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. Now, granted, it, was l- it, it looks like a great animated movie, but it had no business. None, none. Your, so you're just, you're showing me a commercial now at the end. Yeah. For, uh, you know, I get that, you know, you're trying to set up another movies in the universe, but this isn't even in the universe. You're just showing me another Sony movie. Why that, not And you're just, trying desperately to tie it to Spider-Man. I know. Why not mm-hmm. just go... It's the new Venom video game on right. PlayStation, yeah. you know. That's really what it felt like. It really, and uh, 
uh, because they they did the deal with Marvel, so Spider-Man can go into the MCU, but then, you know, they're left, like I said, with all these leftover characters that they're trying to build a universe out of that is not necessary and not needed or practical at all. Like, I don't want to see all the characters in the Venom universe. I don't need to. So, you know what I want to see in a Venom movie? Spider-Man. This is what I want to see in a Spider-Man. So, they couldn't even put Spider-Man yeah. in there. Mm-mm, they can't. So it was the, a weird kind of thing of like, I really thought after the MCU deal, Venom, the whole thing would have gotten canned. But they right. must have been too far along and too much money spent. And we're like, well, we've got to kind of finish this now. And so, so we went, Tom Hardy, Venom, we got yeah. to do this. There's all this money we put so in. So I'd be very surprised if we saw another Venom movie or another like, you know, Venom universe <laughs> movie. It had a $100 yeah. million dollar budget. It made apparently $80 million this opening weekend. So uh, it's not, well, it, it didn't... You know, it might. It I mean, when you, add, when you add overseas money... It It'll might, make money. It might still... Uh, you know, it's got to make probably at least 200 after marketing. So. They're going to make another one. Yeah, they might. They're going mm-hmm. to. I just think they're. I just think it, it's not. You know, it wasn't it's such an. Ab, if it made 20 million this weekend, then that's an abject you know, failure. Sony might do what they did with the Spider Man movies, where it doesn't matter how shitty the movies are. We want to keep making movies so we don't lose the characters and lose the licenses. Although it's. Would you really lose that much by losing those uh, characters? I mean, you. Fuck. Yeah. The CG of the Venom outfit was awesome. It looks great. Yeah, it Even did. the movie poster that we have up here, mm-hmm. you know, of the half face. Right. You know, that was cool. The right. way they would sort of go in and out. And when, when, when Tom Hardy was pleading, like, ah, you know, right. help this guy, this mm-hmm. fucking symbiote. Like, that shit was cool. Yeah. But... But all these... God. And it, it just these weird rules of like, well, you know, you, you can't hurt good people you can only hurt bad people I'm like well you're still biting their heads off and uh, you're still eating them are you sure this is the moral distinction you want to make uh but and then like they didn't even know what to do inside the scene like the end scene where you know venom they're in the korean uh grocer i believe and yeah. uh you know he's trying to shake her down for money again he steps in he does this entire speech of if i ever see you here again and, uh, you know, I'm going to eat your arms and then you're going to roll around like a turd, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, we saw that in the ta- the trailer, you oh, know, wow. how stupid that joke was at the beginning. But then after this lengthy, lengthy speech of threatening this, this um, you know, criminal, um, he bites his head off and eats him anyway. <laughs> so it doesn't, I'm like, well, then why? Why'd you why, why, did you, why did you give the speech? Why didn't you just bite his head off? Go eat him. Yeah. Go eat the guy. Yeah. And uh, so he eats him, but... Uh, um, I get this, like, well, he's the, you know, he's, the, he's an anti-hero, you know, he eats bad people. I'm like, okay, all right, you know, I, I can get that. But the whole thing is, as an investigative journalistic reporter <laughs> that they're trying to, you know, put on this moral high ground, maybe he would say, like, well, you can't really eat anybody. Uh, but but that's okay. Like, I can buy that. If you're, if you're, like, the whole point of Eddie Brock is that he was a disgraced reporter who could only get work at a tabloid just to eke out a living. And that's like, that made him bitter and resentful. And then a guy like that, yeah, he might be a little morally ambiguous. He might be okay with Venom occasionally killing somebody here and there. Um, But this one, like, it didn't even know what it wanted to do with Eddie Brock. He's like, well, is he this, um, you know, moral guy who's always going after the corporations? He's fighting for the little guy. Oh, no, he's the guy that got disgraced in New York and uh, lied to his boss and then um, hacked his girlfriend's computer. So, well, that's not the same guy that is supposed to be this leading journalistic reporter. And that's the thing, too, like, where they missed the mark. The anti-hero isn't, like, 
you still kind of root for the anti-hero. Right. Mm -hmm. And when you have like this... Like the Punisher. Like the Punisher. Mm -hmm. And when you have this vague... Well, he hacked his girlfriend's computer. He's not an anti-hero. He's just kind of a dick. Right, you know? Like exactly. He's a shitty boyfriend. Yeah, why am yeah. I rooting for this guy? Like a guy that would do that, why would he care about inert like about exposing a corporation. He wouldn't give a shit. I know, he wouldn't. Yeah. He would just go get money. He'd be right. petty. Mm -hmm. And there's no... He would go to that corporation and shake him down for a payday. Yeah. Yeah, or I'm going to release this story. Yeah, that's what mm -hmm. he would do. Mm -hmm. And so it just felt like, you know, what what is going on? What what? It, it doesn't make any sense. So I don't know. No, it didn't. A lot of it didn't. And that, that was the whole problem with the film. Like everything from... The character motivations to the transitions from scene to scene, like the tonal shifts and everything was just a mess, like, you know, from start to finish put mm -hmm. together. But like we said, there was some potential there. Like we kind of saw what it could have been. You know, you've got a great pedigree. You've got uh, two great actors in your in your leads. Well, mm -hmm. lead and, you know, barely supporting. But, you know, Michelle Williams is a solid, solid actress. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, what if they had more to do? And what if... Tom Hardy wasn't walking weird. And what, you know, all these things that were kind of cleaned up and um, focused how good this movie could have been. Yeah. It could have been like an anti Spider Man movie. It really could have been. It could have been this like, wow, here at Marvel again is they've never done a horror movie right, genre right. yet. They've mm -hmm. done sci fi, they've done all these different things, yeah. fantasy films, they've done war movies, all these different genres within their universe mm -hmm. and this could have been the horror genre and then it was just you know james gunn would have done a good job with this yeah he really would have i mean because he he uh cut his teeth on real weird low budget mm -hmm. horror movies like slither and all you know all these weird creepy things um that's why everyone was so nervous about him for guardians of the galaxy i'm like is he the right choice? I know. And, um so i think he could have blended and put those two things together like uh I, the other one who did dr strange scott was yeah. it Scott Derrickson? Yeah. Um, again, came up through horror. Again, these were all would have been good choices for this Which movie. is, yeah, yeah. You want yeah. a horror. Like, Doctor Strange is not horror, but it has those elements. And yeah, you brought those two. Yeah, yeah, I brought those mm -hmm. to them. Mm -hmm. And, and you know, going back to James Gunn with, with Guardians of the Galaxy, that could have been ruined 10 different ways, yes, that movie. Yes, easily, And easily. they found it so well. Mm -hmm. They found, like... The jokes, the relationship, the action, the, the characters, the, everything, the motivation, the personal, the, the angst of like Rocket and mm -hmm. and uh, and Chris Pratt's character, and everyone, everyone had a lot of pain right. that they were masking. So he Saldana's character, you mm -hmm. know, uh, David Batista's character, all of them. Yeah, Rocket especially. Rocket yeah, Raccoon. they all had mm -hmm. a lot of pain. That scene where him and Rock, where, where David Batista and Rocket have that fight. Yeah. And they're like, I'm a freak. And he's like, my family's dead. And it's just mm -hmm. like, man, that, that, that was real dramatic pain within this big intergalactic right. superhero movie. And they could have found those real awesome moments in Venom. Yeah. And in between takes, I'm sure Bradley Cooper's going, you know, after this is done, I'm going to do a Star is Born. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm going to direct a Star is yeah. Born. Yeah. <laughs> So it's really just... Regardless of what Eddie Vedder says. I, if, I can, if I can do the voice of a, of a, of a genetically mutated <laughs> raccoon, I can, I can direct yeah, Star Yeah, I can Born. direct Lady Gaga. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, it's just like, it's, it, it, I think because Marvel 
nails it so often, it makes this a bigger disappointment. Yeah, for sure. If this was a DC movie, you'd go, all right, eh, DC took right. a swing. They tried, mm-hmm. you know, good for them. Couple cool moments. Mm-hmm. But because you sort of expect so much from Marvel that you kind of go, this is why you can't let anyone do your movies, uh, you know, when you get the Sony morons involved. Right. This is mm-hmm. what happens because it just, it just, it's no good. Yep. It's no good. So. Um, so I don't know if there's going to be another one. I don't think we need another one. I don't think we needed this one. <laughs> um, but I think what studios need to stop doing is that thinking that any comic book character, any comic book movie is instant to do it. payroll, is instant, you know, bankroll. Yeah. Is, uh, you know, it's comic books just uh, because everything's getting strip mined and we're getting into the secondary characters and that's and third and fourth and fifth, you know, whatever team is is below uh, third and fourth string. Uh, But here's the thing. You have to take a different approach to those characters. It's not saying like Guardians of the Galaxy is a great example. You take obscure characters, you can make it really interesting. But, you know, we get Fantastic Four ruined over and over again by these other studios. So it's not necessarily the popularity or the, uh, the quote, brand name of the characters because you could build that. You know, and you could you, you could make that franchise if it's handled with care and with um, just some attention to detail. That's all you need to do. Well, the thing is, is like they don't what you're talking about is if you get these like third or fourth, you know, string characters mm-hmm. who maybe haven't been flushed out enough. in right. The source material. You don't treat Venom like it's Iron Man. Right. You know, like it's like, well, this is going to be just as big as. No, it's not. No, it's, it's not. not. And then. So fill in the gaps logically. You know, find something interesting. Go, what have we not seen in a superhero movie? And what makes this character unique? And how can we show that in a film? Yeah. Mm -hmm. How can we, what, what what is the, and what is the human thing that we can put in there with a guy that has a crazy symbiote lizard thing inside of his body that comes out and bites people's heads off? How can we find that? Instead, they just, it just feels so haphazard just they slap these right. things together oh we need this we need some funny jokes in there and yeah. we need some dumb love triangle. they're checking boxes yeah it is. that's mm-hmm. what they're doing and it's it's such a it's such a, a missed opportunity mm-hmm. um so yeah man so we'll see i mean i i still you know if it's not marvel it's fascinating how you know off the rails these movies are going for no reason i mean it's no it's reason. there's enough people in hollywood writers, directors, producers, that uh, we can have good superhero movies that aren't made by Marvel. It, it's, possible. it's possible. It can be done. Um, you know, uh, Wonder Woman should not have been a fluke. It should, there should be more of, you know, good superhero movies that don't have the Marvel name on them. Uh, you know, Deadpool is a great example. Even though it's a Marvel property, Fox made it, and they mm-hmm. made it. They put their own spin with it. And even with Marvel buying Fox, there's been some chatter of like, well... I don't know if a uh, R-rated movie will ever be in the MCU, but we'll let Fox kind of make their own Deadpool movie, but we won't necessarily connect them. So they're trying to figure all that out now. Right. But I wouldn't be surprised if Disney said, look, our brand with the MCU is PG-13. It will always be PG-13. We can make these other properties and have them you know, peripherally connected, but they're never going to intersect. Like a good example is the Netflix TV shows. They're kind of, you know, they mention the invasion of New York every once in a while. uh, And you may see Avengers Tower and some promo stuff. But 
you know, you're never going to see Iron Man and Jessica Jones in the same shot. Oh, yeah. You're never mm-hmm. going to see any of the big flashy Mm-mm. Marvel characters show up on those Netflix no. shows because they're just too street level and gritty. And right. You're just not going to see like a big ship land or anything Mm-mm. like the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. people aren't going to no. show up. None of that's going to happen. Um, so, yeah, it's a little, you know. You guys, if you haven't seen Venom, I, I and I know many of you listen to the spoilers to determine whether you want yeah, to see the movie. Yeah, and but, I, I but I think you guys even knew going in, I'm not, you're not going to see this movie. Yeah, I just but can't recommend now, it. Now, the next Sony animated movie, you know, Into the Spider-Verse looks great. I mean, even that, mm-hmm. that sequence after mm-hmm. uh, Venom made me want to see it even more. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I love the idea of, you know, there's other universes with other Spider-Mans and, you know, of all different backgrounds and diversity mm-hmm. and that you know peter parker is this kind of schlubby guy who shows up in one of the universes and he's trying to train them and he's not that great at it like uh you know i, I just love the idea i think it looks great i'm, I'm looking forward to it mm-hmm. well i think that's it guys yeah i think we covered it fairly uh uh fairly well don't forget yeah. uh come to the atc festival in phoenix yes that is coming up phoenix arizona phoenix arizona <laughs> A lot of big name phoenixes out there. We don't want you to go to the wrong one. Uh, that's at the end of the month. That's actually, I have the date on that. We will be there Thursday night at nine from nine to ten thirty. Yeah, we are doing the Thursday, October twenty fifth from nine to ten thirty. We will be in the pop up studio mm-hmm. doing a live comedy film nerds, and then. Uh, I'm staying the 26th as well, so I might be doing some stand-up sets around the town and all that stuff. So mm-hmm. uh, come out. If you're in Arizona, it was we did it last year. It was a blast, man. I'm going in and out, so come That's see me. That's what Chris does. Chris yeah. is very, uh, very Navy Sealish <laughs> yes. in his so. festival participation. <laughs> so I'll see you at the live uh, CFN show. Yeah, we'll be mm-hmm. doing that Thursday night, October 25th. Um, and when we get closer, we will announce our guest. We will announce mm-hmm. our guest. So if you're in Phoenix, come. it's a really fun festival, and it's like... It's a blast. A million so comics, fun. a million stand-up and live podcasts. I mean, it's all weekend long. It's a blast. And it's all like right in downtown yeah, Phoenix. It's, it's very such a cool. great location. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. if you want to come in to stay, there's hotels, there's restaurants, there's, you know, yeah, like the comedy stand-up clubs, live everything. is right there. I mean, mm-hmm. like, and then you do some shows in the Tempe Improv. It's really cool. And everyone that runs those clubs does a great job. Yeah. So. Uh, Ron Placone and I did a progressive comedy tour at the Tempe Improv in May, which was great. So. Definitely support it. It's going to be a great time. Yeah, it'll be fun. Um, also, stay in your lane. The comedy show, come for, you know, your $10 ticket gets you free bowling shoe rental. There's free parking, $3 nice. food and drinks. Mm-hmm. It's at tar- the Corbin Bowl in Tarzana. Kira Sultanovich is on the show. Luz Pezos is on the show. Um, Jim McLaughlin, Jim Bruce, Brandy Posey. 10 bucks, six comics doing 15 minutes each. It's a 90 minutes, awesome show. That's October 20th. And then Progressive Comedy Tour. Uh, Ron Placone and I are going to Northern California November 2nd. We are going to Sacramento November 3rd in San Francisco. And we just added November 4th in Santa Barbara. That, of course, is at grandmelwa.com. And now we have a Progressive Comedy Tour in, in beautiful Florida in January. Be nice. Uh, January 9th, we are going to Gainesville. January 10th, we it's are actually in... a good time to go to Florida. Yeah, in we, we, that wasn't that wasn't a mistake. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, we are doing uh, Miami on the 10th, Orlando on the 11th, and Jacksonville on the 12th. Again, go to GrahamElwood.com. And Chris 
has a new graphic novel for sale. Yes, please check it out long ago and far away. If you're a fan of uh, the Narnia stories and or Clerks, you will enjoy it. <laughs> Narnia and, meets Clerks. <laughs> and uh, uh, like I said, if you're the Kickstarter backer, yours will be in the mail very shortly. If you haven't gotten it already, we've been sending them out every week. And uh, check it out. It's twenty four ninety nine. I will uh, sign it for you. And um, it's close to 200 pages. So uh, definitely check it out at the Comedy Film Nerd store. Guys, that is our show, Venom Spoiler App. Uh, we didn't say it at the top of the show. Well, you probably figured it out. I figured it out. The Spoiler App, we talk about everything. So if yes. you're just figuring it out now, it's mm-hmm. your first time listening. You know, we're real sorry <laughs> if we ruin the ending for you. But yeah, the only way you could have been ruined more is if you actually saw the movie. Yeah, that would have ruined it more for mm-hmm. you. If you're mad, we actually did you a service. Yeah. Enjoy. We're, we're more like heroes. <laughs> we're the hero Gotham deserves right now. We're, we're, what's, what's bigger than a king? Podcaster. <laughs> a podcaster is bigger than a king. Oh, Aquaman. <laughs> um, all right. That's our show, guys. Thank you to Aaron Brungard and everyone at the All Things Comedy uh, Bunker Studios. We are 30 stories below the Earth's crust. <laughs> it's getting hot. It is very getting it is getting very hot down here. There's, getting ready for a firequake. <laughs> I was just about to make a firequake joke. Firequake. Um, so check that out. I don't know what I'm talking about. Whatever. All right. Let's Went just, in the show? Yeah, let's just fucking wrap it up. All right. Oh, what? Buy a t-shirt at Comedy Film. Yes. Man. Get a free T-shirt. Yep. We found all these extra shirts, and yep. we're going to just give them. If you buy any T-shirt. Any will, T-shirt. We'll give you a free one with it. You want? You don't know what it's going to be. No. It's a mystery shirt. It's a mystery shirt, but you're going to get one. Yeah. And most likely, it'll be the same size that you ordered, too, because we have that many. We can That's probably right. match your size. And if it doesn't match, well, shut up. It's free. Yeah. Yeah. You'll live with it. Yeah. You'll give it to somebody. <laughs> Use it as a dish rag or an apron or something. Yeah, it's material. It's worth something. Yeah. It's worth something in certain <laughs> cultures. You can trade it. All right. I'm Graham Elwood. I'm Chris Mancini. And as always, remember, Han shot first. first.